Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in Your Thirties. This week we bring you Nick's deep dive into crypto. <laughs> oh my god. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in. And this is going to be our most NPR episode to date. I am so excited. All right. <laughs> Look, man, cryptocurrency, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. I Guess what, Nikki? What? You can say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we, had is- to, we had to have like, rules in our house. I was like, please don't talk to me about this anymore. <laughs> well, that's okay. I don't need you. You know why? Why? Because I have my bros <laughs> in my life that I can call on the phone and talk to at length about it. I'm really excited about this episode because Nick went super, super rogue on this one. Yeah. And interviewed a bunch of people that yes. we know who've like bought and traded crypto. Now, I think that it's been a through line in our lives in the last year or so. Yes. That your ass wants to go and uh, invest in crypto. I'm going to own something right now. Okay, good. Okay? <laughs> Is it going to be crypto? Or are you going to own some, <laughs> some coins? I, uh, <laughs> I expressed my, I don't want to do this to you on the <laughs> podcast before. Yeah. And people really like hit us up on Instagram. I got texts from friends who listened to the podcast. They were like, why are you hating on him? <laughs> Let him do his thing. And I was like, cause my rule was here's the thing. <laughs> like most of us in America right now, yes. we don't have a lot of disposable income. In fact, we do this podcast and we're also on unemployment. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was saying, Stop doing that. You're not going to invest anything until one of us gets a job, right? I think that's reasonable. Well, what you said was we can start investing in cryptocurrency once all my basic needs are met. Yes. I'm sorry. I said once I get all of my wisdom teeth out. Yes. Okay. And I'm regularly coloring my hair. <laughs> then I, I will take. There's a few little milestones. I think that we I'd like. should also probably go ahead and get our washer and dryer replaced. We have to like fix the washer and dryer and the that's car. broken. The car, the car. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Driver's side of our car door doesn't lock. Doesn't work. So I have to open it from my side and crawl across. <laughs> so that's an issue. Also, the CD player is broken, <laughs> which is not a like, I mean, it's not a 100% right. terrible thing. Right. We wouldn't even listen to the CDs if the CD player wasn't broken. Right. I mean, you know, we're in this like in that hilarious, amazing American poverty cycle, you know, <laughs> where like we're spending, I did the math and after our washing machine broke, yeah. we spend as much money as it would cost to replace our stupid washing machine <laughs> yeah. at the laundromat. Yeah, just in small mo- increments. In like eight months. Yeah, right. And we've been going to the laundromat for about a year and a half during a pandemic. It's been way longer than a year and a half. And I'm, I, we were like, this is stupid because we're also just losing money. <laughs> yeah, like right. we've paid at this point about three times as much for that washer dryer yes. in laundromats. So anyway, we've got these things, right? And I just said, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> stop fucking talking to me about crypto <laughs> or I'm going to jump out the window. And I wasn't that nice about it, but I don't care. But I, the truth of it is I don't know anything about it. It's just yeah. the principle of the thing. And, right. you know, then I compromise. We have like a very small amount of like stocks that yeah. I inherited Yeah. Um, that, you know, we don't touch those and they have a very, you know, mo- modest amount of, dividends that like you know come in and i said well we can use those and use that for something else (laughs) what are you talking about i we bought one share of adobe now why because you made me i made you do it but also it's gonna make us a half a quarter of a million dollars in 30 years Uh, that one i don't think that you actually know that i do know that i read the stock news one share nick stop i'm saying there right now if you look it up what is a thousand dollars worth of Adobe gets you in thirty years, half a million bucks. Five hundred is going to get us a quarter million. Adobe's a great stock. Everyone should go look it up. Okay, moving right. So along. I said, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, and reinvest the dividends. You buy one share of Adobe. <laughs> yeah. So that's in the universe. And then, and then it was now I need to buy crypto. And then I said, you have to fucking stop. <laughs> I don't care. You can pretend magic do it. Do it on a on an app that doesn't have money. And then everybody got on my ass about that. So then I said, <laughs> you can donate plasma right. <laughs> and take that money. But you can't because of your hair stuff. Yeah, I take like finasteride or something. It's like my hair loss medication. And uh, that uh, uh, gets, what's the word? Excludes me from being able to donate blood or plasma. So now that everybody knows our business... <laughs> <laughs> this fool can't get it and i've been so annoyed yeah but he finally just twisted my arm and he locked me in the closet <laughs> i didn't do either of those just kidding things. all i did was just i said uh you've worn me down <laughs> i don't care you can have what was it fifty dollars fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> to throw away on some stupid shit <laughs> and you know yeah i know it's not entirely i know that people make money off of it and i know it exists yeah. and i know it's a thing yeah um so i'm not trying to say that i know that that's a waste of money yes. right i just want to be clearly state my position as what i did which is this is making me insane <laughs> and the best part about this episode yeah. is i didn't have to talk to you about it <laughs> You talk to your bros, and I didn't have to listen to it. So I feel great about that. Okay, good. And that is exactly what I did. I talked to my bros because the reason this whole thing is a is is an issue at all is a part of our culture right now is because the pandemic hit, and all of us aging millennials looked at our future and was like, "Working sucks." First of all, <laughs> and two, this none of this system is going to work out for us. What do we do? And then things like Dogecoin started happening and people started getting rich off cryptocurrency and it just took over our collective psyches. Not me, baby. (laughs) I got those blinders on, baby. So it's a so anyways, it's a big deal. What the hell is crypto doing to us millennials? I'm on the bread making bread train. Okay, depressed great. bread making. Yeah. The ladies were starting to knead dough and the boys were logging onto the computer. Don't be sexist. <laughs> this is a me you thing. Okay. Okay, great. Well, for the record and all your and all my friends. other men. <laughs> and just all other men. No, no, no. My grandmother is a big stock person. That's how that my grandma did yeah. it, you know. She and, does not 
think anything about crypto. She's not on board. My grandma is like 90 years old. Yeah, but she's hella smart about the stock market. Yeah, and she's like, I don't care about that thing. Okay, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do think for this episode, it is worth it just to give a quick definition of cryptocurrency. So it's basically just money generated by computers. That's a short story. Oh. Okay, that's basically all I'm going to say. I don't know how that would work. I don't either. I mean, no one does. It's just like <laughs> they come up with codes on a blockchain and it's sort of like collectibles. Imagine if you had like pogs maybe, right? Mm-hmm. And then what if that pog that cost you like one cent 25 years ago, they were like, actually turns out pogs are money now. If they're basically just like digital collectibles that are worth dollar amounts because humans decide it's worth dollars amounts. Why did you use pogs? As a example? Yeah. Uh, Where because did that come from? Inherently worthless, but we're kind of collectibles. I know what a is. I mean, there's just a million things. But it's inherently worthless. I guess everything's inherently worthless. Yeah, man. Okay. I don't know. That made sense to me because it's shaped like a coin. Because I'm making a <laughs> circle <laughs> shape with my thumb. And- all right, all right. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I just was like, did you get that from somebody who's like... No, I, Muriel, I've been putting a lot of thought. Okay, <laughs> okay, Pog. okay. I okay. wrote Pog on the paper. Okay. I am going to focus up. Okay. Not pay attention to words. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to concepts. <laughs> Just like how Bitcoin is not real. Okay, It's great. a concept. Okay, but right. But is money real? Are dollars no, real? No, man. It's all just concepts, baby. That's a, that's a very good point, right? I got my sunglasses on. I'm plugging <laughs> myself in. I'm ready to ride. Okay, so you mentioned Bitcoin. That is uh, the primary cryptocurrency that most people think of. Yes. Uh, there's a couple other big ones. The next big one is called Ethereum. Okay. Great. You'll hear that word brought up a fair amount in this episode. Maybe some people have heard Dogecoin because it just recently was in the news a lot because a handful of people made millions of dollars overnight on it. It's got the dog face on it. Yes. Yeah. But there's also, and I didn't even realize the amount of them, hundreds and hundreds, countless other cryptocurrencies out there. Like people just make them. Cool. Okay. So that also exists and you'll- And they're like just in space. They're just, yeah, they're just things on a computer. So it's just numbers on a screen that change. Like the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) You know... (laughs) You you let on. You know more than you let on. I do. Poker no. face over here. I know. Okay, Wish, great. Okay. Uh, so today I talked to a bunch of people in our life. Okay, okay, great. Who all have experiences with crypto. Why? Because this is very NPR and I wanted to paint a very human portrait of how the hell this is impacting our generation. For sure. It's very zeitgeisty. Everyone I talk to is like, hey, did you do this? And they're like, yeah. Or, hey, why won't you let Nick do this? It's awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, so we talked to our pal from comedy uh, who mines crypto. Yes. Okay, do you know what mining crypto means? You get a computer that has a very strong chip that you're mad that my brother won't give you. Aren't you? Are you mad at one of my brothers <laughs> you, about something? I like how you went from defining <laughs> it to figure out the emotional. No, like, it's all of this. Of is, it. It's context is all based in you. Right. So I know blah, 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 something, something. <laughs> I'm jealous be. of Zach mining crypto. I want to mine crypto. Yeah. Why isn't Johnny mining crypto, my brother? Yeah. And then I think I'm going to text Johnny to guilt him into mining crypto. <laughs> that's right. So that's about the extent of what I, I know of is just 
your feelings about it. Perfect. Okay. Then, so we <laughs> talked to Zach. We talked to two brothers who are both grown men who I grew up with. They both have children's and families of their own and have taken two very different approaches to getting involved in crypto. Which I love those guys. And I think that they are both hilarious. Uh, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear what they have to say. Plus, I speak to a real life millennial dude who actually, truly got real life mega, mega wealthy from crypto. Whoa. So I talked to a, a, a true to the core crypto millionaire, basically. Right. Which who is uh, not one of our friends, but <laughs> yeah. in a way he is. He's right. He's connected. It's like extended family. Yes, he's right. family to me now. Yes. I mean, I hope he knows, Eric, if you're listening, that you are now my new best friend. <laughs> I worship at your feet. Okay. I loved that interview because Nick, I was working in the living room. Uh, we do work from our house. Yeah. I was working, working, I was working in the podcast in the living room. Yeah. And Nick was interviewing Eric in the bedroom and I just kept hearing you yelling and i just thought that was so funny i was like well this guy must be hyped okay great uh so you'll we'll, all of that is on its way but first the very first conversation i had is actually with the very first person i ever heard about cryptocurrency from now in the milieu of the crypto galaxy <laughs> There is another archetype that exists, and that archetype, you've maybe seen headlines about them, maybe you've heard stories about them, is like a like a, a youngster. Back then, they were a youngster. They got into Bitcoin early, right? They had some Bitcoin when it was basically worthless, and then flash forward many years later, they no longer have any Bitcoin, and what they either spent or lost is worth some massive, gigantic fortune. Yes. So we talked to someone. Yes who is that archetype. Now, before uh, we introduce the person, I do want to say one quick thing about this conversation. At the very end, he uses some perhaps alarming to some language, and then the conversation ends really abruptly. So just just trust us. He's totally, totally fine. He's totally he's fine. fine. He's doing great. And if he wasn't, we wouldn't include this, and we'd be taking a very different approach to that conversation. So just know he's totally great, and it is an abrupt end, but everything is just fine. Uh, so, Muriel, would you like to introduce our first guest? Our first guest is my brother, Marty. What's up, Marty? How are you? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Good, man. Doing? I'm okay, dude. I, I'm okay. I I am. I, I was thinking about you because this is my version of what I know about your experience with Bitcoin, and I tell people this like it's the uh, the factual story. So I want to tell you my version, and then you let me know if I'm right or wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'd love to hear this because I, I feel like. I have no idea what your version is. Okay. <laughs> My it. version is that Maddie Montgomery is a teenager sitting in that little house in White Center, in, which is a neighborhood in Seattle. And you're kind of like an internet kid, like maybe a little hacker vibes, you know, but you kind of know what's up. And somewhere along the line, you hear of this thing called Bitcoin. And people like me have definitely never heard of Bitcoin, but you're like, I'm going to get some Bitcoin. So you do. And it's not really worth a lot of money, but it's also kind of cool. You buy some pizzas with it. You buy some stuff off the dark web. 
and then years go by, you lose your computer, you have you lost your password, you have no idea how much Bitcoin you had or whatever, and then suddenly this thing is worth millions of dollars and you have no idea how to get it back. Is that true? Okay, so kind of. Kind okay. Of. I'm not quite sure how old I was when I learned about Bitcoin. I know that it was before Coinbase ever existed. It was back when Mount Gox, I think, was around, and which is like a, it was a crypto exchange. I honestly don't even remember how I got the Bitcoin that I had, but I do know that the very first thing that I did with it was uh, there was like this weird gambling site yeah it was like pick a number one through 100 or something i don't i don't really remember exactly how it worked but i was just betting like 0.2 or 0.5 bitcoin per bet Uh like betting on this thing and i have my own private wallet like aka not an online wallet it was a wallet i created myself on my computer and this wallet, I don't even think, uh, like, for my private key that I generated, it didn't even have a password associated with it. Mm-hmm. It was so long ago, like, having a hard time remembering. But I do know that it was, like, you know, I had the Bitcoin client. Like, it was all local to my computer. So there's no username and password. You don't, like, log in with your email. There's no forgot password link like okay. these had. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I don't remember exactly how many Bitcoin I had. Uh-huh. Um, but I definitely had a wallet with some Bitcoin in it on this old janky computer that was, I think, the the same family computer that had all those weird home videos on it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, you know, it was like this old hard drive. Right. We upgraded the computer, and when we did that, we copied the hard drive over to an external drive to kind of save those videos and some music, some MP3s and shit and toss the hard drive. And I don't think that the wallet ever made it. Yeah. Is a situation. So I, I went through all the copies, all the clones that I had of that hard drive could not locate the Bitcoin wallet. And uh, I'm not quite sure how many Bitcoin there were in there, but I, I my guess is, my guess is it was in between like five and 20. Uh-huh. So probably not millions of dollars. But, uh-huh. um, you know, when, when you talk about five or 20 Bitcoin, I wasn't that upset about it back when Bitcoin was like, you know, $100 or $200. When I right. got $500, that's when I started looking for it. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Back when, you know, <laughs> yeah. it up to 500 per coin. Yeah. And then... um and, uh, and uh, you know, I, I dug through everything. I'm like, man, I got like, I have a few thousand dollars here. I should really find this fucking wallet. And yeah, you know, I kind of just stopped thinking about it ever <laughs> since then because it's it's totally hopeless. I'll never find that wallet. And if it still exists, I, I think I'm not quite sure how it works, but I think because I made the private key myself without a password, I think that there's an easy way to kind of reverse engineer it. Like, I think somebody could have hacked into my wallet by now. Yeah. Or packed into my, my address. So mm-hmm. that Bitcoin's probably gone anyway. So um, I believe today, like when I checked it today, I think Bitcoin's worth about $30,000. Is that right? For one yeah. Bitcoin, something yeah. like that? Sounds like it. I think it was like up to 50 plus earlier this year. Didn't you buy some pizzas and some other stuff off the dark web? Definitely. 
I, I told you a story about um, like a guy who bought pizza with Bitcoin. That was not me, but that is kind of like a, a an infamous Bitcoin story. Right. About, um, guy who bought pizza with like I don't know ten thousand Bitcoin or something back in the early days of Bitcoin. Oh my god! Um, the stuff that I bought with Bitcoin is like um, <laughs> those dark web stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was not. Uh, <laughs> okay, we that, that was that was round two of Bitcoin. So I had two rounds of Bitcoin, and that that was the early round that I just told you about. Oh, round two is when it was worth about two hundred dollars a coin. Yeah, and um, I got back into it, um, buying it through Coinbase. Yeah, uh, when Coinbase kicked up, and because um, it was easy, and I was just buying stuff off the dark web. Stuff that I'd rather not talk about right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, How much money do you think you spent off dark web stuff? So I know for sure I spent at least at least five thousand dollars on the dark web. Yeah. So uh, divide by two hundred. You know that's how many Bitcoin it was. So like I don't know, uh, twenty five Bitcoin worth on <laughs> 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 the dark web. <laughs> right. Yeah. have you estimated how much money you think you would have made if you had kept all your bitcoin uh yeah many times it makes me want to kill myself (laughs) what's Uh, the number i can't say that i can't say that out loud i actually have to go though come on get just give us just give us the number they're they're doing they're they're, they're about to do a cake thing for a guy that's leaving i have to go (laughs) okay bye Marty. thanks bye Okay, so just real quick, I did crunch the numbers. Mahdi wouldn't say the dollar amount, mm-hmm. but if you take the lowest amount of Bitcoins that he s- might have owned, the lowest amount, and sold those Bitcoins at their current day value, it'd be $900,000 worth. Oh, no. But oh, if you no. were to take the highest amount of Bitcoins by his es- estimate that he probably could have he gave you a, okay yeah, yeah yeah that number and if he had cashed out when bitcoin was at its highest it'd be 2.8 million dollars no <laughs> oh no it's a family trait that we throw away important things like passwords <laughs> and instructions hard drives hard drives <laughs> what was it like what what has it been like talking to him about that over the years I mean, <laughs> I'm terrible. I just think it's really funny. <laughs> you just I make mean, fun of him. About I don't it? know. It's just like, what is it? It's like, <laughs> on some level, I'm like, yeah. If I had like become a lawyer, I'd be have a bunch of money right now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. the the past, what you did when you were a dumb, like 15 year old. Right. It's like, come on, like so many of us make a dumb choice, and then that impacts your future. Yeah. So it's like. I don't think that it's outside of the bounds of like making a bad career choice, like trying to become an actor. You know what I (laughs) mean? Like it all kind of like kind of lines up in the same place. Totally. So for me, I'm like, I don't see it as tragedy because I see the world as tragedy, (laughs) but it's just hilarious to think about him at that age, you know, like how we both were, like we were just, you know, we were always really good friends. And so we would hang out and I would come home from college and we'd like hang out and 
cause trouble and like yeah. you know do whatever just us being like dumb teenagers yeah. i guess it's hilarious thinking of that person just being like, I'm going to cash some of this Bitcoin out and buy a pizza. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's right. just like, of course you did that. <laughs> it's like, it's just so insane. I mean, I feel like it's a metaphor for like, you know, I don't know, like building your future as a kid. Yeah. Right. You know, if you totally. get a, a kid a choice, they're just like, they're like, okay, look, you have $5,000 in Bitcoin and this thing called the Silk Road. Yeah, right. Go. And Go. Like, ah! <laughs> Just what he spent on the Silk Road alone would be like well over a million dollars. I know he didn't want to talk about the Silk Road and like I we probably shouldn't. I don't know. It's like not a is that an illegal thing? Yeah, the dark web was super illegal and Mahdi bought fully illegal stuff on it that he won't give specifics about. Which is fine. Yeah. I will say specifically one of the things came like Something in the neighborhood of like four months yeah. later in a crazy bootleg CD case yeah. that was like shrink wrapped and it came from like nine different countries. <laughs> and we were just like, there's no way we're going to get this thing that he bought. Yeah. And it totally showed up in the most insane <laughs> way possible. And that was like a crazy thing because yeah. it kind of feels like you're just, I mean, for me, I'm like, it's just very does. Yeah, right. <laughs> that thing came. Like, oh shit, this is real. I was like, this is really in our living room. It was like room. in a friend's DVD case. And I was just <laughs> like, it's so like, and then it had just gone through like all of East, like kind of like Southeast Asia. It was yeah. just like this. It was just hella different passport stamps on it. I mean, it just was the weirdest thing. You know, and if anyone thinks like, oh, the dark web or whatever, and that's just something that seems so foreign. One of our uh, listeners hit us up and her brother was roommates with Ross Ulbricht, who is the inventor of the of the silk robe, and is right now you in jail. You called it the silk robe, just no, the silk robe. <laughs> <laughs> he was the inventor of the silk road, and that he's currently serving two consecutive life sentences plus forty years in jail. And her brother just met him on Craigslist and was like, okay, you can be my roommate. Like he's, his name is Alex uh, Bauer and he wrote something for like vice news about it. He's been interviewed a bunch about it. We actually tried to get him um, on this episode, but we couldn't cause we're the time was a crunch and blah, blah, blah. But like he was just some dude, you know, and he got this roommate and suddenly the FBI is at his door. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So like, I just want to say if people are like, oh my God, Muriel's brother bought stuff off the dark web. Like lots of people did. And it was just a thing. And suddenly two clicks on Craigslist later and the guy who invented it is your roommate. <laughs> you know? It is wild. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to crypto mining. Okay. Uh, because I'm obsessed with this company called NVIDIA, which Zach and I talk about. And it's a lot of boring shit that we won't get into. But I just think crypto mining is cool as shit. And basically your computer just solves these equations that then create the cryptocurrency, right? So in theory, you can make money doing it. Yeah. Just go look it up if you care, if you want to know about like why it's expensive and gas rates and now it's not as profitable and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I just randomly- you use gas? That's what they call it. They call it gas fees because it's so expensive to create crypto and all this shit. They uh, just call it gas fees. Okay. But it doesn't um, have to do with cars. 
It doesn't, but it is um, potentially harming our environment. I mean, I think it definitely is harming our environment. Yeah. The reason I don't like get super up in arms about it is because it's like all these industries harm our environment. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, now you want to crack down on crypto? Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyway, somehow I figured out that Zach was mining crypto on his NVIDIA graphics card just on his computer that I believe he got because he wanted to do like VR like workouts on it. So he wanted a good graphics card for his computer and then realized it could mine. Anyways, that's awesome. I like that part of the story. It's fucking cool as hell. And I've just been texting him all the time for like all pandemic. Like, how's it going? How much you making now? Blah, blah, blah. And all this shit. <laughs> and I believe we cover the numbers specifically, but just in case we don't, if anyone's interested with Zach's setup right now, he's currently making $15 a day running his computer, but it costs him like a dollar a day for the ele- uh, extra electricity that it takes to do that. So if those yeah. numbers are helpful, then uh, there you go. And the other thing I just love about this is what? Zach is literally just like one of the funniest people we know from comedy. I know. He's so funny and he's such a great actor. I just like love Zach so much. And he's just so cool because he's uh, mining crypto. And he's cool because he's also very dry. I like his sense of humor a lot. And I wonder, I'm excited to listen to this because sometimes uh you know, he's as dry as the Sahara. Okay, Zach, so you just told me that your experience with crypto mining is very boring, but I think it's really cool. So why don't you uh, tell me why you think it's boring? I think it's boring because I do very small scale. When I first looked at it, like I first looked into Bitcoin in 2013 yeah and i set up a wallet and i did all this and i like invited my all my siblings and for like my close friends to like set up their wallets and if they all did it i would have gotten ten dollars worth of bitcoin for each one none of them did it yeah uh each i think each of those ten dollars would be worth like five to ten thousand dollars now <laughs> yeah if, any, if, if one of them had did it right none of them did Right, <laughs> and so and after that, like I guess in 2017 when it was having that crazy run up, you know when it peaked, my my father was like, "Hey, maybe we should buy some Bitcoin." And I was like, <laughs> "Probably not," but I'll look into it. So I like I researched it and I was like, "Oh, like buying Bitcoin doesn't seem great. Mining doesn't seem great, but let's buy stock in AMD and Nvidia and Intel." And like TSMC mm-hmm. and the companies that like, you know, it's like the, the classic like gold miner thing, like sell shovels. Right. So mining Bitcoin doesn't make sense. Like buying Bitcoin right now, I don't see it. But this makes sense. No, you know, like eh, that wasn't interesting. That wasn't exciting enough. So you guys, um, oh, so you actually had the idea to invest in NVIDIA back then? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> So you're one of these people that could have been could be a millionaire by now too. Uh, this is why it's so boring because everybody like. I mean, right. If anybody did like the right thing, it would have worked. Because yeah. like part of my like analysis of like the mining was that for the electricity costs of the mining, it was like just about breaking even. So you mm-hmm. could just spend the electricity, uh, spend that like that amount, and buy the coins. And you get just as much without any of the trouble, right? I, of course, I didn't. I didn't do that. 
Um, right. And that would have been smart. That would have been like a great thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just like the past uh, year, I guess, um, since a new generation of NVIDIA graphics cards came out, yeah. and they were so, they're so profitable that mining is like insanely profitable and like probably the most profitable it's ever been. Uh-huh. And I bought one card, you know? And so it's like, it's boring because like I bought one tremendously overpriced card. How much did you pay and, for it? Uh, I paid $1,700, uh-huh. which is nuts. But I just happened to buy it during the most profitable mining period ever. Yeah. And I used the money that came in to pay it off. You know, that's all like recovered. Like I turned it into money instead of leaving it as Bitcoin or Ethereum. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's boring. I like, <laughs> I, but I like, I, I just got a second card because I had like the opportunity, like the first one paid for itself. Yeah. So I got a second one. So now I have two working to pay for the second one. But it's not like, you know, I do like such a small scale thing. Yeah. Because. But you've already doubled it, man. You've already doubled it. You're acting like, oh, it's boring and blah, blah, blah. But boom, you got a second card. So you're in it. But I do it virtually zero risk version of it. Uh You know, Mm -hmm. like people who like take a higher risk, you know, over the past six months, like if you took a big risk, it paid off. I didn't take a big risk. I did great. So I'm not like complaining that like I didn't get rich. I guess it's the difference between having seen these things back in the day and been like, Oh, maybe I'll do that. And then not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just doing like a little bit because I see the value in certain cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. that I don't want to like be out of it, but I also don't want to throw like actual money into it. Right. Cause I still like, I can, I still have these video cards that I could sell. I, you know, I could get back, all of my money and then some. It seems like you're like the very reasonable sort of like accountant in the land of selling dreams. Well, because it's all fucking scams. The whole <laughs> thing is a scam. Okay. What do you, so you think crypto is all a scam? No, I, it's, it's not all. Like certain coins have real utility. Like which ones? And them, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh-huh. Almost none of the other ones. Right, and what you're doing is you're mining the crypto gold that other people are chasing to um, build their toilets in their fantasy houses. <laughs> That's the clearest analogy possible. I <laughs> uh, really, really try to stick the landing there. Uh, <laughs> All right, thanks. Zach. I don't know. I like don't recommend anybody do it. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's probably probably a great place to end it, Zach. Thanks, man. Zach, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure I will be texting you very shortly with more <laughs> questions and demanding <laughs> updates on your mining enterprise. Uh, I want to be like you. And yes, Johnny, your brother has one of those cards and I've been texting him like, do it, do it, do it. And he's like, well, I heard electricity. I was like, just try it for a month, right? See how much your bill is. And then if it doesn't feel worth it, then just stop doing it. 
you know? And then maybe the money that you made, if you keep it in Bitcoin in three months, will be worth more than your electricity bill was that month. You know what I mean? I know. You sound like such a funny, like, older brother slash dad. <laughs> Just trying to bully someone younger into doing something that I wish I was doing. <laughs> They're like, I literally don't care. Okay. Well, our next guest is an actual father. I grew up with Dylan. Uh, I love him. I love his family. And um, and this is his experience trying to get into crypto. Okay, Dylan. Uh, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Uh, so let me just kind of break it down. What I, th- how I think of you, I think of you as a family man. You've got two beautiful kids, a wonderful wife. You have a home. You have a great job. You're killing it on all levels. You're you're just very solid. We can hear the kids in the background now. Um, no, yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> Yell at them. You know, let's <laughs> get. Keep it down out there. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get some sharp dad tone involved. Don't make me come out there. Um, Don't make me put my pants back on. Talking about cryptos with my bros. Um, <laughs> Crypto bros. <laughs> okay, so you're this you're an you're an all American guy. You've got it all. Yeah, <laughs> I even have a barbecue in my backyard. Yeah, right. But you wanted to get your hands dirty. You wanted to get rich off crypto. Is that right? <laughs> okay so how much money have you put into crypto i think i put in like maybe around 17 or 1800 something like that okay so that's legit that's not that's not nothing that's that's legit and what yeah. coins did you buy i bought like the uh the cardano coin uh-huh and matic and uh this third one uh, I <laughs> that you don't even remember Okay. <laughs> Don't look it up. That's the point Damn. of it, I guess. Okay. And uh, when did you buy those? Maybe like a month ago or something. Okay. So right in the, <laughs> right in the like... In, the, uh, in, the, high, in the, the, the heat of it. So when did you first hear about cryptocurrency? Oh, a long time ago. I remember reading like an article about Bitcoin like a long time ago. Uh-huh. Then Ethereum was like the next big one. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that was. But when you so say long time ago, do you mean many like, years ago or? Yeah, like 2010 or something. I remember reading like uh-huh. an article about Bitcoin or something. Yeah. And what? Like was, and you thought it was cool or something, but you just never, you never pursued I it in like, any way. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That seems really cool. Right. Um, what an interesting idea. But then I, you know, was, didn't have the wherewithal to stock up on it right so then flash forward many years the pandemic hits and you're um a a working a working dad and you're just seeing what news articles and shit online about people getting mega rich off crypto there was sort of like an impetus to like that led me into buying it Mm -hmm. but yeah you can see like oh people are making money from it there's potential to build some wealth you know uh what was the impetus i was like cruising around the internet and (laughs) i saw like all this information about like gamestop stock yeah and this was like before the the thing blew up and so i had like the opportunity to buy it i think it was like 14 dollars a share or something yeah 
And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy some because I did like a little bit of research for a couple hours. And I was like, this looks pretty legit, people are saying. <laughs> yeah. And so I downloaded this, like, I forget which stock app I downloaded, but I couldn't get my fucking bank account to link to it. Yeah. And then I kind of just forgot about it. And then I like checked again and it was like $180 a share or something. I was like, well, fuck. Right. I like missed the butt on that. And then. So you felt, cruising. you felt that, uh, you felt that urge of like, shit, I missed it. I got to get the next one. Yeah, well then, so I was, yeah, so I missed that one, and I kind of beat myself up a little bit. Yeah. But then I, I became honest with myself, and I was like, well, I'm not going to, like, I wasn't going to do, like, a really high-risk gamble on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I like, well, like, what? how much money really would I have made? Like, maybe a couple thousand dollars, and that would have been cool, but, like, in the scheme of, like, the life, you're like, well, it's not going to be life-changing. You know? Right. But then I was doing more research <laughs> on the internet, cruising around the internet, you know, researching things. <laughs> yeah. And I saw all this information about steel futures, uh-huh. which is like the future price people are promising to pay for steel. Okay. Um, and how steel stock prices weren't matching that. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. And I did some research and then I bought some steel stocks and they like quadrupled or something for me. So I did oh, pretty awesome. good there. Great. But it was only, I put in like, like I, I think, a couple hundred bucks or something. Yeah. And so it's, or like $200 or something. So I made a little bit of money on that. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. It's like, feels nice to make money doing nothing. <laughs> You're like, oh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do more of this. This is like, this is nice, like free money. This is pretty great. Yeah. The crypto, like fervor was like really like, it was really intense. Yeah. You know, everybody was like all about crypto and buying crypto and it was, you know, going crazy. And there's like the whole thing with like the Doge coin. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was like, well, that's, I mean, that was uh, like stupid, but I was, I was interested in buying crypto currencies that I thought would have like potential, like long-term sort of potential. Oh, the ones okay. I bought, I'm yeah. like, I didn't think I was going to get rich quick, but I was like, well, I'm just going to buy this shit and maybe in like 10 years I'll be rich. Right. Because that's like what happened with the Bitcoin shit, right? It was like, yeah. you know, no, you know, people who were getting it in like whatever it was like 2008 or something you know, people had Bitcoin and they didn't get rich until, you know, eight, 10 years later. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I saw it. It was like, well, I'm, you know, I can afford to have like a, whatever, you know, one or $2,000, like floating around lose, out there. Yeah, yeah. If I lose it, that sucks, but it's not going to be life changing. And, right. you know, once I was cut cool, I was like parked there and see what happens. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I'm very glad to know that you didn't uh, drain your, children's future bank account or college funds or some shit you know i know i should have <laughs> you should have <laughs> i know i'd be i'd be having this you know i'd be i'd be uh talking to you on a much nicer phone or something something would be <laughs> yeah. something would be better you know, right something so better. yeah right i mean i guess that's like the funny part of all of this is like why do you what's so great about getting rich quick well it feels like obvious but then you're like yeah i mean i don't know the couch i'd be sit, sitting on right now would be i don't know oh my god next to a cooler quick, i would not change window. anything except for i would quit my fucking job and i'll never go to work again <laughs> i know you know just live in my house and i'd buy the same shit and i would wear the same clothes right but i would not fucking work a job <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man i think i think if the pandemic has taught us anything it's that we would all just much rather just have someone give us money exactly right um, well, I'm rooting for you, man. I hope those three coins that I've never heard of um, aren't total pieces of garbage. And that in 10 years, so, they'll be worth uh, a million bucks. Feel free to buy in a lot to kind of try and jack the price up. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. I will absolutely consider that.
What research did you do to choose those coins? Good question. What did I do? So I was kind of looking at cryptocurrency and, you know, I was curious about like, well, what are like applications? Like what are, what's like the potential? Like, you know, things are become like a big deal because it's like fulfilling like uh, a need that's not being met. Right. Yeah. And so like I was looking at like, there's a lot of stuff going in towards like smart contracts and being able to like enter into contracts that will execute if like the conditions are met, but also preserving anonymity and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, I tried like looking into this and very quickly I was like, I'm not smart enough to understand this. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I already lost. I'm like, I, don't really know. I already lost the thread of whatever you were trying to explain, but yeah. yeah. But so I was looking at that and I was like, well, these, the Cardano one in particular seemed like it was pretty interesting. Yeah. And then the Matic one was kind of like an impulse purchase. And then the third one has like a big partnership with some sort of point of sale company or something and so there's like kind of this there's potential there with like uh i forget why i bought it now it was like a, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed interesting at the time yeah right the, the, the cardano was the one i was most interested in because it seemed like they were looking at like you know, implementing these things that would be like you know ethereum was like a big step in terms of sort of improving the functionality from bitcoin in a lot of ways yeah and this Cardano one, or I mean, that's kind of my understanding. I don't really know. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who the fuck does, right? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I and do. The Cardano one yeah. I saw is like the next step, possibly. Yeah. You know. Well, and I do. Those Ethereum fuckers have like Ethereum two or something coming out. Yeah. So the name's name's screwed. Well, I do find it interesting that you were right on the verge of a get-rich-quick scheme, but then when push came to shove and you really were like, well, the next time this comes around, do I actually want to risk it all? And you kind of landed on the, the side of no, it sounds like you say, it kind of seems like you're like, I want to try to invest in, in the long term. Yeah. But then I like go and buy lottery tickets all the time. So <laughs> how much money do you spend on lottery tickets? Maybe like three weeks out of the month. I'll buy a ticket. Yeah. You know, I also like two dollars in entertainment. I see it. Right. Like, totally. I mean, fantasize for a little bit. It's worth two bucks. Fuck. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same thing with crypto. I just think it's cool. I just think like yeah. we all look at our phones all day, every day. Anyways, who cares if you put in some money that isn't going to make or break you. And now what you're doing is looking at a thing on your phone and a number goes up or down and you're like, Ooh, fun or Ooh, sucks. Hope tomorrow's better. Like whatever the thrill is of that. I mean, it's to me, it just seems like a, a fun thing to do on your phone, <laughs> you know? For sure. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't know like how honest people are about like the, some of the philosophies of like decentralized finance and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's pretty interesting because like all those finance people are like the worst. And <laughs> yeah. if we could like ruin them somehow, that'd be like the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> so, so you're in it for the revolution is what you're saying. Yeah, for okay. sure. All right, great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate your honesty. I'm glad, I'm glad to know you're just out there throwing Molotov cocktails, $1,800 at a time. If I can, if I can take down like whatever, you know, JP Morgan or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, just <laughs> one of those, <laughs> one of those weird shadowy mega powers that, 
Exactly. You know. Like Citadel, Citadel Finance. Like Blackstairs. It's fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids are like, Dad's muttering about the banks again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They know better to come in here. They hear those trigger words and they're like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going to go to bed, Dad. Okay, good night. Love you. <laughs> go to bed, see ya. <laughs> Uh, all right, Dylan. Thanks for thanks for talking, man. My pleasure. Thank you for thank you for talking with me. Oh, hey, y'all! It's ad time, Ooh. and you know what we do for our ad space on Hell in Your Thirties? We plug our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to see us grow, if you want to uh, make it possible for us to do things like I don't know, buy Nerf guns and run around in a field and then tell you about it, buy crypto, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then next <laughs> crypto defense fund. Uh, <laughs> sign up for our Patreon at www.patreon.com. Um, that's how we make this podcast. Yeah, slash hell in your 30s. Damn. And uh, unlock exclusive episodes. Best way to support the podcast, best way to get some sweet, sweet Nick and Muriel. Uh, Speaking of sweet, sweet people, one of our Patreon VIPs left us a voicemail about his understanding of crypto. Hey, Nick and Muriel, it's Tevin, a.k.a. Inactive Barista, a.k.a. I leave way too many voicemails. Cryptocurrency. It's a thing that exists. I don't understand it, just like I don't understand most things in life. I will say that, oh, my God, I just saw a big-ass bug in my apartment. I'm so gross. Um, You can edit that out. Somebody just told me a story of that they, um, a few years ago, purchased a multiple Bitcoin, like, you know, 15 Bitcoin or something, uh, and it's on a computer somewhere, and the computer is broken, and they can't access it anymore. And that just makes me sick to my stomach every time I think about that, how they could be millionaires slash billionaires, and they won't be because the computer's broken. So cryptocurrency sucks. It's not really accessible to the working people. It's a way for um, people with privilege and money to suck, you know, every other little penny out of those of us that don't make shit, so... Uh, it sucks, and I don't get it, and I feel stupid about it. So I'm excited to hear your old takes on it. Bye. Boom, Devin bringing that political heat. <laughs> Damn, Devin, I hope that bug did not get you. <laughs> no. Listen, that is, that's some hot heat. I love Boy, I love you. I know. And he's right, too, about how hard it is to actually get crypto. Yeah. You know, it's super hard, especially when it's like – because a big part of crypto is like – you know, decentralized banks and like power to the people and shit. But it's like the people who would really benefit from that also don't have like computers. Nvidia graphics cards. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, so we're just part of that privileged class just trying to get uh, to the, what do they call To the moon. Oh my God. I just keep, my favorite part of that voicemail is just like, yeah, so it's on a computer. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and they could be a millionaire. Billionaire? <laughs> uh, we all have those stories. Devin, thank you so much for calling, man. We love you. We love you, man. Okay, and now with that, back, back to, to the, the episode. <laughs> that, you have the portrait 
of an American father taking very measured uh, steps as to what he thinks is the best thing to do for his family with $1,800 in 20 years. Can't believe he missed the GameStop train. <laughs> Whoa. No, to the moon, baby. Miro's just throwing together random uh, Reddit <laughs> sayings at this point. <laughs> well, that was another thing. While all this crypto shit was happening, all those Wall Street bets meme stocks were taking off. Which right? was very fun to watch and very exciting. Right. I mean, I think that's part of this whole thing is like between the meme stocks and the cryptos going to the moon, if you will, it is entertaining and it is exciting. And if you can just sit back and like read the headlines and think like, whoa, that's crazy, then that's one thing. But then what we're finding is more and more of us are like, but I want in. How do I get that also? Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And what I love about Dylan is he's saying, honestly, I wouldn't have gotten rich off the GameStop. I wouldn't have risked enough money for it to really, really work out. Yeah. Now, Zach might have made millions if they had invested in NVIDIA back then. Oh, that's such an insane thing. And, <laughs> and Madi definitely would have somewhere between 900000 and three million dollars right now if he had just That's kept cool. it I, he would have bought some kind of giant i don't know inflatable castle or something <laughs> <laughs> like just because you have it doesn't mean it's gonna improve your life that's all i'm saying yes it's like, right it's like yeah, there's a lot that goes into that actually being a meaningful amount of money for someone like i'm not saying it's not yeah but i mean like I think that if you make money on some sort of investment fluke, you're probably more likely to be like, what insane thing can I do next? <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? Totally, totally, totally. I mean, that's also kind of what Dylan is talking about. It's like, yeah, if I had, you know, if I was rich right now, I would just be, I don't know, talking to you on a better phone. I just did not have work tomorrow. Right, <laughs> yeah, like, right. It's like, like, what are we talking about It doesn't about here? fix everything. <laughs> just makes certain things way tighter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But we're going to move on to a very different approach to crypto altogether. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. So this is Dylan's older brother, Brendan, and his insanity. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Brendan. Great to have your beautiful voice be a part of this epic story we're telling. Um, so my understanding, I'm going to paint a little picture. You're a family man. You have a great job. You have a wonderful wife, beautiful children, a great home in a cool neighborhood in Seattle. And all of that is not good enough because really what you want to do is get rich quick from crypto. Is that right? Well, I never really thought about it in those terms for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's just my hardcore judgmental, um, view well, of the situation. I, pre I appreciate like the glowing appraisal of my wife of my <laughs> my wife and, and my life yeah so, uh, so uh yeah i feel better about my life already yeah um, you're amazing dude we love you thanks bro feeling, feeling, better, feeling better already okay so i do believe you have lost uh something of a fair amount of money trying to invest in crypto right uh I, well i did definitely lost money in crypto i don't know if i was trying to invest or not but i definitely i definitely lost I lost. Okay, so uh, that's a good they, distinction. They, 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 yeah, you you were not trying to invest; you were trying to make some money. I was trying to make some money. Yeah, I lost. I feel like I, I lost money gambling on crypto. Okay, very very good, very good. So, what was your introduction to cryptocurrency? If you take it way, like way back, yeah, uh, I was uh, working uh, at an apartment building, and uh, I was there with a lady on the building. She had this tenant, like the real weirdo. 
think we were there like for like a safety inspection or something and like had to like as i was a contractor so i had to like sign off on like these certain things and, you know whatever smoke alarms and stuff yeah and uh, he was sort of like a problem tenant. he was like a real weird dude but he was like a tech guy i think this is when bitcoin like was skyrocketed in in 2013 uh-huh but it actually might have been like 2017 seems late but now, but like now i know the times that bitcoin has skyrocketed but so right. it was like 2013 yeah. and 2017 yeah and, and uh so I think it was then. And I remember the dude, he was like, and like, I don't know how he brought it up. And then he was like, turned to us like, oh, hella serious. And he was like, he's like, he's like, have some Bitcoin. Just don't have none. <laughs> and then he like repeated and he like, and I was like, huh. And then he like stopped and repeated it. And he was like, have some Bitcoin. Right. He's like, I just don't have none. <laughs> grabbing you by the collar and slamming you against the yeah, wall. It was, it was hella serious. And I was yeah. like, I didn't know how to, how to do that. I kind of, whatever, you know, moved on. Yeah. I didn't think a lot about it. And then, uh, but I guess I mean it, that definitely like somehow I remember I remember that incident like very well. And then later I'll think back and I was like, wow, that dude is like that guy's paid, you know? That <laughs> yeah, guy's, right. Like, super, super paid. Yeah. Was, uh, he like knew what was up in, in like 2013. Yeah. But like more recently, what happened like how I got into to crypto? Like so I kind of you know that happened a couple times about it, whatever. Obviously didn't take his advice because you know he can't tell me nothing. And then. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, <laughs> You're like I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the apartment manager of this building. <laughs> you can't like, tell I'm, me. I'm, shit. I'm, dude, I'm like the dude who's like shadily like signing off that safety inspection. Like, yeah, you can't right. tell me shit. I'm a boss. <laughs> but but uh, I guess last year I had some money in like a sports gambling website mm -hmm. from like a couple years. Not because I was like so big on sports gambling, but just because I hadn't been paying that much attention to sports, hadn't been betting on sports, and then the website started email like sending me email like, hey, you got to get your money out of the website because uh, we're going to open it up in the U.S. Because uh -huh. like a, a Euro website. Yeah. It used to be like, you, like, they changed the laws, now you can do it in the U.S. And it, was, it wasn't a lot of money, it's like 150 bucks. And then they're like, hey, you're about to lose your money if you don't like, get it out today. Because mm -hmm. we've been like warning, warning people for a long time. And so I was like, damn, well, I guess it's worth like 150 bucks to try to like figure it out, how to get my money out of there. And I go, and then it's like, you couldn't, to get like cash, like or to get like some kind of, any pay, other payment, you have to have like a huge amount. It had to be like, the way more than that like yeah. tens of thousands or something yeah and so uh, well, otherwise you just had to get it in bitcoin mm. and i was like i was like bitcoin <laughs> i was like what the fuck do you get it in bitcoin you know? yeah yeah <laughs> so i felt very like uh stymied by like not knowing how to do that and then uh you know i'm like googling just like googling away like just sweating like googling googling whatever you know <laughs> how do you like get bitcoin out of this from receive bitcoin from a gambling website yeah and then you have to like do like a wallet like a crypto wallet and right. stuff and so i just had never done any of that and i'm not really like super techie dude really so it felt like really like a struggle <clears throat> but i was like you know there's up late trying to like get, get it all figured out and then somehow i finally like got it and uh, like got the money put into like a crypto received it on some kind of wallet yeah you know and yeah. then uh so i was like okay whatever then forgot about it right away didn't really think anything about it but a number of months later i saw that uh conor mcgregor was about to fight somebody not the fight he just lost just now but yeah, this yeah. Was like the last one that he lost and he was the odds on favorite i was like whoa that dude's definitely gonna get his ass kicked <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's any favorite. one person that's gonna get their ass whooped it's conor mcgregor yeah. he was definitely gonna get his ass whooped and i and he did and yeah. then so and then but he was odds on favorite and i was like that's insane i'm gonna bet on that fight and then uh and i was like all right well so then i'm trying to like set up <clears throat> like a different i was like i gotta set up like a different sports gaming website and then same thing it was all like kind of challenging and then i'm like okay i gotta get the money the bitcoin like from that to put it onto this from my wallet or whatever onto this website whatever and then yeah. uh by the time i get all that shit done fights over he lost i didn't get a chance to bet and I'm 
sex. But then I look and I'm like, huh, I'm like, that's kind of weird because I put like $150 in Bitcoin and now it's like over $500. Yeah. And uh, basically, I remember the exact amount, basically my money quadrupled. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so I was kind of, I was like, well, that's cool. It was like, that's weird, but cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of moved on, whatever. And then some, then it just, I don't know, it took a while. Then I'll send it like, I don't know, it's almost like a, like a cold sweat type of thing. You know, like shoot up in the middle of the night. I was like, what the fuck? My money quadrupled? I was like, yeah. I have real money in that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, right. I was like, I want real money to quadruple, you know? Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, you know? And then, and then I, so that was like my, so I was like, well, I guess this is like a thing where you can just get your money to quadruple. And then, uh, that was like my initial exposure to it, basically. So what, so what year did you realize the Bitcoin you had had quadrupled? How recent was that? Like, I mean, I don't know. You could probably track it, but whatever Conor McGregor fought somebody before he just bought yeah. it, before he just got his ass with by Poirier. Right? Yeah. So not long ago. And it, I hadn't really put the money in to that account like that much before that either. So right. it all, it was like a couple months, everything, like a few months or whatever. But I didn't know, like, I didn't know how to like that. To like just look at like that was a period of just like ask, like parabolic growth for a cryptocurrency. Right. It was, like happened to be during that those months was like and I didn't know there was like a three year bear market before that and then this was like this like huge bull like I happened to have like this small amount of money in during right. this like huge bull market. So then did you start like checking out the news and starting like getting your finger on the pulse of holy shit, a lot of people are making a lot of money on crypto right now? So it was weird. So then I was like kinda of had in my mind and so I started like so I was like, man, this is, that's interesting. So I tried to kind of like, he might, you know, look around, like, <clears throat> I don't really do like social media or anything. So I was like, kind of like, you know, just did a social, like, you know, try to ask some people. Just who's ever on the street corner, <laughs> yeah. some dude at the gas station. Yeah, but kind of shit like that, you know, where I was yeah. like, hey, where, hey, what's up, Blair? Do you know about crypto? You know, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. people, uh, <laughs> I tried to ask people that were like, I thought were more tech, like, you know, tech savvy than me. Yeah. Why? Because they like, wore glasses like, or something? Like, what was your criteria? Yeah, I was like, this guy seems like a square. Maybe he knows about this shit. <laughs> yeah. like, people I thought was, like, kind of computery. Like, my uh-huh. brother's, like, way more, you know, com- like, tech. And then, like, uh-huh. I had an, I have another friend who's, like, who's doing some, like, weird tech, like, uh, scam thing or something. I don't uh-huh. know. And, and uh, so I was like, oh, he's, he's really savvy. Yeah, and right. So, These criminals are good at making money. Maybe they know what's yeah, up. Yeah, they know, they, they know about this shit. So I'm yeah. like, that's kind of, like, Asked the people, and they were like, nobody that I asked like that was uh, up on it. They yeah. were kind of like, oh, no, like, whatever. Like, so I was like, that's weird. Like, this thing, like, is quadrupling people's money, and, like, these people that are, like, smarter and more, like, tech-savvy than me, like, aren't in on it. Yeah. And then I'm, like, kind of looking around, and then it was, like, my brother-in-law, just kind of like a gambler, like, scammer type of dude. Yeah. People were like, that was the only dude. So it came up with, like, you know, some, like, some different people, and they're like, oh, he's into it, you know? Like, he does crypto, you know? Mm-hmm. I finally... uh got with him and, and was like asked him about it and like he basically was like he was crushing it yeah like just totally crushing it and i was like whoa this dude who's like same thing i guess to my mind i thought like because previous to that i thought crypto was, was like this thing you had to be really like tech savvy to like get with and like right because like me like downloading those wallets and stuff was like tricky for me <laughs> or whatever so i didn't know about you could just put like coinbase in your phone and just like buy crypto or whatever like i don't know right it's super so, easy right yeah, so to me it would seem like, so anyway, I was like, and this guy, so he was like, he would not really, you know, he doesn't show his hand, but he made like huge, huge returns. Yeah. Basically, and I was like, basically because I was like, oh, because he wasn't afraid to gamble. He's like, you know, he's kind of a gambler and scammer, whatever, right. you know, and and then I was like, how did you, and then he was, so I was like, I hadn't heard of, but like, I thought I was like, well, I was like, I've heard of this other thing besides Bitcoin, like Ethereum. Yeah. And I was like, I'd heard of like the second biggest one, so I kind of felt like I'd done major research. 
and he was like, no, I said, I'm not, I don't like buy any of those ones. I just have like, these all these other like crazy ones, you know, that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did you like? How do you know about all that? And basically, he had followed like one dude off of YouTube, and, like bought that dude's <laughs> recommendations. Yeah, and then like. And then made like essentially made like hundred thousand dollars off of it. Holy shit! Just because some dude on YouTube knew what he was talking about. Yeah, totally. He just like followed the right dude on YouTube because there's like you know all the other knuckleheads on YouTube. But the other thing too, like he just had the right timing. Like, that was the uh-huh. right I understand at the time. Like, right. Well, if you had bought in like any, if you were just in on the game during like this this period of like huge growth, you were like, you it would take a lot of work to fuck it up. You know? Right. You have to buy some real like dog shit to like not get big returns and he actually got some the guy put on some good stuff off of just a dude on youtube so okay so you're so you finally meet your guy and he's like gambling on altcoins or shit coins or whatever you want to call them and it's working for him and then so then what then you're you start doing what he does or you just yeah so then uh then i'm like okay i'm just gonna like do exactly what he did and then i'm like put the coins that you got and whatever and like he was actually buying stuff like through brokers like uh-huh. Not even on exchanges and stuff. And yeah. then, uh, but everything, like, I tried to get, like, with everything was, like, a long way, right, to even get a broker and stuff. So, so I, like, any, I found, like, you know, these other different exchanges and, like, these weird, like, off-brand ones and stuff and where you can, like, find some of these other coins and, like, and so anyway, so I buy some of that stuff and then I'm, like, then I'm just, like, then I'm just into it and I'm, like, looking into, more, like, more and, like, just how, like, researching all the time. And yeah. And then, like, then I was, you know, like, doing, like, up on the YouTube and everything and then, uh, Wait, stuff. hold on, Brennan. During that time period, like, how many hours are you saying you you were putting into research? Uh, I was definitely like, like, probably like, at, like multiple hours, like every night, pretty much. Yeah, like working all day, being with my kids, like all, until they crash, and then being like, oh, now it's time to like really go to work. So, like, <laughs> you know, but, now it's like, now it's me time. Yeah, now it's like dad time. Yeah, about to get this crypto, this crypto money. Yeah, right. And then uh, I had a plan, and I was like. Also, that's the other thing, too. I got a check. I got, like, a big check, stimulus check. Like, uh-huh. every other American. And I was thinking that, too. And I was like, oh, I was not now know what it was. I was like, I'm about to get a stimulus check. So I'm about to buy stuff before the stimulus drops because everyone's going to buy crypto with their stimulus. Oh. And I thought it was, like, super clever like that. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't really, like, it, like, so that happened. And then, like, basically none, nothing I bought, like, really went up yeah. very much. And it certainly wasn't, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get, like, four extra turns hella quick, whatever. Nothing, that, that was, none of that was really happening. And then some stuff, so I, I don't know, I was just uh, super impatient, yeah. like incredibly impatient, and then I was like, well, if I just keep like doing shit all the time, like it'll like make it better, so I was just like, <laughs> like incessantly, like I have a plan all laid out, that was like incessantly change it, and I was like, all right, actually, like, I'm gonna just borrow the money I invested in this, and I like, put it in this instead, and like, I'll just pay it back to that coin, like, later, and then this and that, and like all these like crazy shit, and I yeah. kept like, like just doing more, doing more, and then I'll have some stuff where it went up, you know, where I did like, where... I didn't make money because I didn't like sell it, you mm-hmm. know, but like I had several, and I had a plan too where I was like, well, I'll just like let my shit double, take out my original, my original estimate, right. my original invest investment, right. and then just let it ride, but let right. it ride, you know? But then when I had shit that did double, I was like, well, my other shit is like, I'm still down on this other stuff. So it's right. not like really, really a double. So I'm not going to take any money out. Yeah. I could have cashed out and made some money on some stuff and yeah. like that would have been helpful. Instead, I was like, well, I know I just have to do like, like riskier uh, and riskier like crypto moves to like, <laughs> yeah, with right, bigger, with bigger returns. Totally to make up for all your lost ground. You know, you're throwing more yeah. and more money after bad money. How many? Exactly. How many types of cryptocurrency do you think you owned? Man, like dozens. Dozens. Like, wow. Like, like, 
doesn't like I mean I would say it's possible that's been a hundred. <laughs> I mean like definitely doesn't. Like <laughs> so you were like, deep oh. in it. You were really you were really doing it. And then how how yeah. And uh, how much money do you think that you lost? Uh, I couldn't say, I couldn't definitely like say out loud, like, like a figure, but just in case, you know, for, I just couldn't say that out loud per se. But, okay. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, I mean, you know, more I, than I was, you know, yeah. they're like, don't, don't, don't invest more than you can afford to lose. So, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so that was definitely out the window. Okay. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, that didn't stick to that plan really. I mean, to me that just, just sounded, just sounded hella scared. I was like, I'm not just gonna, I'm not gonna do that. That sounds like, so if you're not gonna, if it's not more than you can lose, then is it even gambling, you know? Like, right. So it you, sounded, right. It sounded scared to me, so I just didn't do that. So you were fully gambling. You kind, you recognized that it was gambling. So are you still doing it? Are you still gambling on not, crypto? No, not, not like I was, not really. I mean, I still have some, I still have, I didn't like sell all my crypto. If you're patient, like, even if you have big losses, you'll probably be okay, right? Right, you don't lose money until you actually sell it. Exactly, unless you get, unless you're on some real shit coins, unless you like really gamble on these shit coins, and those <laughs> just go to zero. Like if the market just went down, but I was just holding like, well, you're holding Bitcoin, holding Ethereum, whatever, right. like some other major ones. Like you're probably gonna be okay, like more or less. You're not gonna like lose it all. But if you try to gamble on these ones where you can just get in and out quick, like you know, hundred x, ten x, whatever, like just try to get big returns. Yeah. But a lot, but like those just those like literally go to, those will go to zero like overnight. You right. Know? Like, so that money's gone. Like and then, like, whoever like, made it is just unplugged their computer. They like, passed out. Yeah, it's, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it was not real. That was just, like, none of those are. They're just, like, it's all about timing, like, these crazy right. pump and dumps. That's the other thing where I'm, like, I was, like, I can do that. Like, I, I only have, like, you know, like, 200 hours of, like, spoken for a week from, like, work and, and like, children. Yeah. So, like, so <laughs> like, really, I can compete with just, like, these nerds who, like, have, like, no job and no kids and are just, like, at the computer, like, just, like, crushing their trades like, all yeah, the time. Right. <laughs> So, like, for me, I'd be like, you know, you go to where I'm like, all right, I got this, like, shitty, like, this shit coin, and, like, dude, I'm going to, like, catch the, I'm like, yes, hell yeah, it's going up, and then I, like, go to work for, like, 10 hours, and then, like, do a bunch of shit with my kids, like, try to get them ready, bed, everything else, yeah. and I come back and look at the thing, and I'm like, oh, that shit's been dead for, like, like 11 hours. <laughs> like, like, you, like, totally email them, totally you get the out-of-office auto-reply. <laughs> that shit's done, bro. It's just, what it's happened zero. to your crypto, like, man? I thought that shit was cool. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. That one, that's a lot. So to me, like that was why. I mean, you could be in the crypto market and then the market goes down. And if you hold your crypto, generally, like the market will come back up. Yeah. But if you gamble like crazy on like shit coins and stuff, that's where the action is, though. But, <laughs> so but, you want uh, back in? <laughs> that's where the action is. So you love it. You're. I feel like you spent your money in a way that gave you some sort of genuine like euphoria or adrenaline or something. I mean, it definitely occupied my interest, occupied my time, you know, yeah. like it was something, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, if I didn't like it, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know, I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I never thought my, I never like thought gambling, like spoke to me the way I've seen, I've seen other people like be love gambling or whatever. You right. Know? Get addicted like, to it. Like, yeah. I don't trip on like Vegas or like sports gambling or anything like that's yeah. not really, I didn't think it spoke to me, but then this kind of like, this was like illuminated something to me. I was like, oh, I guess I do. In the right circumstances, like it did, I guess it did speak to me because that was definitely gambling, and I definitely like rolled, rolled a lot of dice. <laughs> <laughs> and here, you know, here we are. Uh, I'm so glad that you didn't ruin your life and your children's life. That's, that's I feel like <laughs> I feel like in that way you absolutely won, Brendan. 
definitely stress my relationship. And, oh, no. but, but, uh, but hey, you know. Okay, so what's your advice to anyone uh, thinking they can chase the high and get rich quick? Mm, I would say don't have a job, don't have kids, and then you can just like be 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 on there uh, all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, for us, if you if you don't want to like if you don't want to do that, just buy some shit. I mean, buy some shit right now. It's every you know it was it down. Right. Hold it. I think, to me, in my opinion, like there's still money to be made. I mean, I, I lost my money, but somebody made it, right? Like <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. got, the, someone got that money. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. So, like, I mean, I was just was sloppy with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there's, you know, so my advice is, I mean, I don't know, go get it. You know. <laughs> I love that. Uh, if anyone would give a cautionary tale, it would be you. And you're like, nah, fuck it, man. Someone's getting rich. <laughs> Might as well be you. I mean, shit. You know, go get it. I think it's. I think it's still there. It's still there for the game. But, uh, you know, just it didn't, didn't work out for me. But, you know, best of luck to you. Uh, I think that's great. You, so, you you know, you flirted with the millennial dream mm-hmm. and um, and you got burned. But you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to pass on the torch. And I think that's beautiful. Or terrifying, actually. Maybe that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I, can't. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think I guess if you see, I guess if you see yourself, if you can like, or people are saying, like, if you see yourself fucking up, then you may want to stop. Like, I guess the other part, then you may want to try to stop fucking up. So, you know, but if you, but otherwise, you know, go for it. Uh, well, I am very glad that you stopped fucking up, Brendan. That's the best. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Well, I hope to God if anyone out there is losing money gambling or doing that, I, I, I hope you have even a tenth of the um, okayness that Brendan has with it. <laughs> this you ought to vive, man. <laughs> okay, so don't do, but don't do that. Also, <laughs> you know, well, you like, can. I mean, like, I don't know. It's like. What, what are we talking about here? Right. Big risks, big rewards, like doing stuff. I mean, if, if like I said, if we had a few things yeah. locked in, yeah. then, you know, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I think if you wanted to sell a lot of plasma over a period of time yeah. and invest all of it in the most insane way you I'd wanted to. I have to let to. myself go bald first. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, sorry, we don't. <laughs> Uh, except bald people. You know what's fucked up though? I did look into um, uh, what's it called? Donating uh, sperm. S- sperm, <laughs> and uh, and I'm too old and too short. <laughs> they won't even let me through the doors. Oh, you're being wife wouldn't let you do nothing. Nobody would let. No one let you sell anything. No, but you. You are- can look into medical um, experimentation. I did, and I'm probably gonna do it. <laughs> Seriously, I actually want to. I'll, I'll wait until the winter, but I think I actually am going to do some medical experiments. Okay. Um, but I don't have a mean wife. I have a very cool wife <laughs> who's letting me spend 50 bucks. So <laughs> how I spend my $50 is very important. Uh-huh. Now, I could have asked any of the people I talked to before. Was I going to? Absolutely not. You know why? Why? Because our next guest actually knows what he's talking about. Whoa! Okay. So, so our final guest is rich off crypto his name is eric alexander okay he's nice extended fan uh friends and family of the podcast shout out to everyone who knows who you are who are listening he has uh made money off bitcoin a while ago so he's been doing great for a while now Mm -hmm. and didn't lose his i don't know what wallet 
passwords. Crypto wallet. <laughs> uh, no, he hasn't actually, I don't think he's lost anything, to be honest. <laughs> uh, he owns Groove Science Studios. You can check out their website, soundscapeuniverse.com. And uh, it's pretty, it's actually really cool. I talked to him about it for a while. We didn't include it in like the recorded conversation. But it's this AI music world where you basically like put on the goggles or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you get transported to like magical worlds where you're like on top of mountains and like the Aurora Borealis is there and you can meet other people if you want to. Cool. But also like music is playing and then he's got different partnerships with different musicians. So there'll be like, there'll be like a DJ there, like putting on a, like a festival or whatever, you know what? what I mean? And like everything is like sound reactive, you know what I mean? So I talk about the matrix. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I sold him on the idea of including podcasts. So I think I don't, I sold him on that idea. I mentioned it and I think he was very nice, but I don't think sound podcasts are going to be included in the soundscape universe anytime soon. Listen, I could do all kinds of things with my voice, you know, (laughs) like that could be a star going across the sky. You know, you could, we could do live commentary. This, okay. This is my pitch. Okay. Are you listening, Eric? Okay. This is my pitch. I think it'd be very funny. Cause you know, like mystery science theater where uh-huh. they do like live commentary yeah, on the yeah, things yeah. then it would just be like Aurora, Aurora Borealis. Like as you're flying through, yeah. but we're just doing live commentary. <laughs> like, oh, like, the stars are going. It's like, Oh, look at that. Oh man. Those mountains are really purple. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just have the whole thing narrated by our uh, commentary. Which yeah. Right. I think that's a million dollar idea. You know what? I I'm sorry. That's I, a million Ethereum idea. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, okay. So Eric, uh, please make us rich. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here is my conversation with Eric Alexander. <laughs> To my understanding, you have had success investing in cryptocurrency. Is that true? Absolutely. Yes. Take us through like the history of it. When did you first learn of cryptocurrency and what were your first kind of few like dabbles in it? Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, I think I first heard about crypto back in uh, late 2012, maybe early 2013. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, something that popped up and... I was definitely curious about it out of the gate, again, because I'm a very tech-focused person. I, I, my mind lives in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I see things, I imagine you know, what's going to happen. And uh, you know, at first I was curious about it, but I didn't really get involved right away. Back in the day, you know, if you wanted to buy cryptocurrency, it wasn't like today where you can just download an app on your phone and, and have something in an hour. It was the only way to actually buy at the time was you had to send a money order to a Chinese company mm. in uh, in China and then wait several weeks and then at that point you you hoped you would get uh, your your purchase Damn. which you know was super sketchy yeah. at the time and still would be today you know the idea of taking a large amount of money and just mailing it off in hopes that something shows up um, so you know I, I kind of observed for a year watch, watching and learning about the space and seeing how people were excited and um You know, around the time, it was, you know, what really interested me in it at first wasn't the fact of, like, here's a tool to get rich quick. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, really about the idea of taking control back from a government that has proven time and time again 
that it cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. About the you know what really spoke with me was the idea of financial sovereignty and sound money. You know, I I had seen the problems the government had created within our monetary systems uh, for for so many years. You know, problems like asset forfeiture and seizure, where, you know, the government can surprise, shut down your bank account, and you've got no recourse and take all your assets, whether you're actually guilty or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Or... You know, what we've seen more recently in the last year with the, you know, the nonstop printing of new money causing inflation and hurting those most, most vulnerable in society. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what inflation really is, it's the devaluation of the money you've saved for your family. And, you know, they're, they're creating that money to bail out their buddies. So I, I saw this, all these problems, and I saw a solution with cryptocurrency. It wasn't until... Um, you know, around end of 2013, that I finally pulled the trigger and and made my first purchases. You know, very small amounts. You know, in in this in the several hundred dollar range. Uh-huh. You know, at the time I had just recently graduated from college, was still trying to pay off student loans. You know, saw all the problems with that industry as well. And you know, it was it was I would have never imagined back in 2013 when I made those first purchases just where we would end up today. And were they and it was Bitcoin that you bought? Yes, it was it was Bitcoin and at the same time as I was buying Bitcoin, I also started mining uh, crypto as well. And at the time, um, Bitcoin it, it wasn't very uh, incentivized to mine it. There was already requiring specialized hardware to mine Bitcoin. So what I would do is I would mine Litecoin at the time, which is kind of a an offshoot of Bitcoin. Yeah. And I would take those Litecoin I mined and I would uh, convert them to, uh, to Bitcoin and just trade them back on this exchange. So I was really kind of approaching it in two ways, playing around in the mining world and uh, making a few small purchases. Interesting. Okay. And regardless of like, uh, you know, getting into it because you thought it was interesting, you kind of did get rich quick. Is that true? I mean, it's it certainly uh, started to, to make significant gains. Yeah. And, you know, everyone has a different definition of quick. Sure. Um, but the thing was, you know, being in crypto since 2013, there, there has been an enormous amount of ups and downs mm-hmm. where, you know, you can have one day where you make... Uh, you know, a week's salary, and then the next day you you lose it all, and and that's always been the trick with crypto is you know some people have been involved from the start, but it takes a strong will, you know, and and some dedication to not cash out at the at the first time you 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 make that money. Right. So um, a- absolutely, you know, the the return Bitcoin has been the best performing asset of the last decade yeah so certainly it, it has been a great investment but being um you know being that i didn't have a ton of money to work with initially i certainly wasn't thinking about uh retirement or anything in in the first few years it was more of like whoa i'm, I'm gonna be paying off my student loans yeah. uh, a bit quicker than i thought i had imagined so i feel like there's a millennial dream that's sort of forming right now which is you know, some version of the get rich quick scheme off cryptocurrency. I think that's sort of, I think it's sort of like an electro electrical pulse that's going through the culture right now. And I think you have, you kind of 
did achieve it. Absolutely. You yeah. Know, people, I think, they're frustrated by the world around them. They're frustrated by the things they see in government and how the system is so stacked against them. Yeah. That, you know, it, the idea of, of spending your whole life competing with this system that's designed to trap you, you know, is, is very unappealing for a lot of people. It was certainly demoralizing for me. And people want want a way out of that yeah they, they, they know that if you play by the rules and and just try to do everything you're told then you're you're really not going to get anywhere and that i think has has created this notion of that, that you need to find a hack you need to, to find a hack to beat the system um because nobody is it's demoralizing yeah so <laughs> since it's like worked out for you, basically you had the foresight, you, f- you had the, some technical knowledge, you did it and it worked out for you. How does that feel like to, to know that you're one of the people that did the thing that a whole generation wants to be able to do? It's, it's a wild feeling man and yeah. it's, uh, it can be a mind fuck at times yeah um as, as far as you know those you know i, I remember the first time that uh, i i made uh, my my entire year salary in a single day yeah and how crazy that was when i was sitting at work and i you know i i was a microbiologist i'd gone to school for six years worked very hard you know prepared to to, to spend my life you know exploring science and to, to sit there in my office at my computer looking at what I was doing and how hard I was working, uh, you know, to, to get paid and then in a single day to, to achieve that. And, um, you know, it was, it, I, I got very much into meditation at the time, yeah. know, looking for ways to kind of control the emotions of my mind because yeah. it's, uh, you know, I've always said that, uh, you know, wealth and money, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's a drug. It it messes with your mind in the same way that that anything else would. And, yeah. and when people look at things, you know, some things they'll call them uh, a drug, whether it's alcohol or heroin or whatever. But other things, you know, sh- sh- uh, sugar, people don't really consider a drug. Money, people don't people people don't consider a drug. But those things are, and it's uh, it's a wild thing, certainly, to to make that happen. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm just going to wake up from a dream. Yeah. And then sometimes you just like fist pump the air and be like, holy shit, man, I got rich off crypto. This fucking rocks. Yeah. There, there was certainly some days <laughs> where I was like dancing in the living room. You yeah. Know, what, else, what else can you do? Right. You know, so such a strange fate and a strange uh, reality that um, you know, I've, I've always found I've been surprised by just how crazy things uh, things can turn out. Yeah, dude, it's just it's just a trip, man. I love it. Okay, so I have fifty dollars that I can lose and not cry about. Okay, it's it's burning a hole on my debit card. I want to buy crypto for the first time. I don't own any crypto. Um, I have I haven't put any money into it. And I'm not looking to get rich quick. What I would be thrilled with is if in down the line, way down the line, it was worth more than if I had put it into like a stock, let's say the same $50. Yep. Um, 
Now, hell in your 30s, and our friend Eric here on the phone is not offering any type of financial advice, but just friend to friend, you to me, <laughs> Eric, what should I do with my $50? What, which crypto should I buy? What should I do? You know, that's a great question. And I first want to say that I think you have the right approach and um, you're, you're not seeking to, to, to get rich quickly. You know, that's a mistake that I think some people make. And, uh, you know, Warren Buffett says no one wants to get rich slowly. You know, crypto has always been about patience, riding the waves and having a longer time frame. Yeah. Um, you know, generally, I think with uh, a lot of the cryptos out there and, and just the, the fee structure um, you know, you saving up to like a hundred dollars before you invest might not be a bad idea just so you don't, uh, pay as much in fees. But mm. I think, um, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you not just one crypto. I'll give you three okay. that, I, that I feel strongly about the first being Bitcoin. Again, it's the best performing asset of the last decade. It's the original. It will always have the most trust, which is the most important thing when it comes to, uh, finances. Yeah. The second, uh, Ethereum, you know, it's hugely innovative. It's kind of like the app store of crypto where mm -hmm. it saw what Bitcoin was doing and added a layer of programming on top of that, uh, to create new technologies beyond that. And that's why people are familiar with that. It's been great. Um, the, the last one, this one's more of a, of a long shot that people aren't familiar with. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's called uh, Thorchain. And what ThorChain does is a way to exchange between different cryptocurrencies um, w totally decentralized without needing a third party, uh, without relying on other people to do that. Um, all, cr all cryptocurrencies eventually will be able to be uh, freely swapped between one, one another with no uh, third party required. So those are, those are my main three. And... Uh, uh, what I feel the most confident on. That's so cool. Just a uh, clarifying question. Are you saying, so Thor is also Thor a coin? Oh, it's a, ch it's, but it's also a currency or it's a, Correct. okay. Correct. All right. But it can, but then you can turn any other crypto into Thor chain and Thor chain can be turned into any other crypto. Essentially, though, the project is still in development, so they don't support all cryptocurrencies uh -huh. currently, mm -hmm. but it's actually the, the only way in the world that you can essentially trade a, a Bitcoin for an Ethereum or whatever number of those without needing a, a centralized exchange, someone mm -hmm. to trust with that. You know, cryptocurrency, to me, has always been most exciting um, because of the decentralization aspect. It's yeah. the difference between trusting a third party to have your best interests in mind and verifying the system is working by design. Humans have proven over and over throughout history that they cannot be trusted with power, and decentralization is the solution to that. Okay, this might be a little deep, but if I go on Coinbase and I buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or, or Thor chain, on some level, there is a third party involved, right? I mean, from... Absolutely. So why are those third parties more trustable than the government? Well, they're, they, they're not in some ways. You know, mm -hmm. Coinbase is a very popular service for buying cryptocurrencies. But it, again, it's like a bank. You know, yeah. crypto was originally conceived with the idea that everyone was their own bank. People have, for convenience reasons, have fallen into the trap 
of, of using places like Coinbase, storing their coins on there, buying and selling, when in reality, you know, Coinbase can, uh, the government can call up Coinbase just like they could call up Bank of America yeah. and say, shut down this guy's account, seize his assets, you know, whatever. And they're at the mercy of that. That's why right now there's been a big push within cryptocurrency to create these de- decentralized services within the ecosystem like ThorChain, where you wouldn't have to ever go to a Coinbase mm-hmm. uh, eventually. You would, the, the system would operate without a third party. And, you know, that's a, that's a growing pain for now. The fact that uh, Coinbase and Binance and some of those centralized places are um, so prevalent. And there's certainly always going to be a place for those. But uh, for the people who want a, a trustless system, those days are coming. So what you're saying is don't use my Coinbase app that I just downloaded last night to buy my <laughs> crypto. No, it's, it's actually it's totally fine to use it. Yeah. But what I recommend is after you purchase your crypto, don't hold it on Coinbase. Don't trust them to keep track of your crypto. Mm. Instead, pick up a hardware wallet on Amazon, like a, a Trezor or a Ledger, um, and store your, your coins yourself. Become your own bank. That is the freedom that crypto allows. Interesting. So then it's literally just on a little heart, like a USB stick, more or less, and that's your and that is where your coins exist. Exactly. And you're saying don't spend fifty dollars on crypto. Wait till wait till it's the number is one hundred. I don't think there's there's anything necessarily wrong with spending fifty. Yeah. But I think um, the, you know the longer you can wait, the more you can save up before you make that first purchase. Mm-hmm. Really, the um, you know the, the lower fees you're going to pay, the, the more it's going to help your rate of return. In, in the long run, but don't don't let me stop you from spending fifty on that. Absolutely, I'm I'm just cool. uh, giving financial you know strategy right as, greater as a whole. I think I'm going to go ahead with the fifty because I'm setting an example for all our listeners out there who are like, let me put in my life savings. No, motherfucker, just <laughs> just do fifty. Okay, we're going to stick with fifty for now. And then, uh, and then Eric is our is our shining, uh, you know, example that we can all aspire to be in the near future, but not now, and definitely not because of this podcast. Fifty dollars, everyone. Um, that's good. That's that's okay. smart. I like that intelligence. Uh, thanks, man. That's what I'm going for. Man. Just going for that intelligence, uh, <laughs> dude. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. That was uh, it's so cool to talk to someone whose advice I actually want to listen to when it comes to this stuff, you know, cause everyone's, everyone's swapping stories, man. Everyone's got an Everyone's got an opinion, but I'm just going to go ahead and consider you the foremost expert that I personally have talked to. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure, man. I know it's a very noisy world out there, especially in the crypto space and you know, every, everyone's got opinions, but, um, you know, I, I think it's a really powerful thing that uh, for for a num- for a lot of reasons for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's it's certainly not going around it going away anytime soon. You know, I've heard for many years of people predicting the death of crypto and Bitcoin. You know, when it was at three dollars and thirty dollars and three hundred dollars mm-hmm. and three thousand dollars. Now it's at about thirty three thousand dollars, and you know, it's it, it's not going away away anytime soon. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you're awesome. Congratulations on achieving the millennial dream and getting rich, man. You're the best, dude. You you freaking rock. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it.
actually talked to Brendan after I talked to uh-huh, Eric uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, man, I talked to this guy who's super successful with it and he's talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum also. And he also talked about Thorchain and, uh, Brendan just goes, uh, yeah, man. Oh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I don't know like if Thorchain would really be in my top three. I was like, I was like, Brendan, I am not going to listen to you <laughs> about what to do with my 50 damn dollars. I'm going with Eric, bro. <laughs> which he completely understood. So I've bought so far, I've bought $10 in Ethereum. Okay. $10 in Bitcoin. Okay. And I'm going for the 30 in Thorchain, but I have to do it through like a different app or whatever that I haven't like linked my bank account to. Yet. Okay. Don't pull it dylan and not you know do it you know what i'm saying oh with the GameStop thing yeah right, you're right this linking these bank accounts it's takes hard freaking forever yeah, you're gonna be like oh i slept on it tomorrow yeah. to the moon <laughs> you should just be a, you should be a crypto coach for people Mariel. i will oh man i'd be so good be like I'll just hype anybody to do anything. <laughs> or just, or you could also do that or get hired to like shame people into not doing it. I can nag, I can shame, <laughs> I can hype, I can do anything. The best part is I don't really have any sort of emotional attachment one way or the other. It's not based in logic or knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> We're just riding the, riding the wave of tone and words, you know? Okay. <laughs> just like the Matrix. Okay, great. Wow, you're really angling for a, some sort of job at Soundscape University. <laughs> <laughs> you know I am. <laughs> okay, so that's it, Muriel. I got all my cryptocurrency out into the world. Yeah, meaning my the vibes I had pent up. Right, from me not wanting to talk to you about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you just gotta hop on the phone with a couple dudes, chat it up. You know what I mean? Throw some ideas back and forth. Just check in, see how they're doing. You know what I mean? <sighs> I really love that you have boy time. That was really sweet. And I'm super glad you got to talk to everybody. Thanks. I actually haven't talked to a random assortment of friends on the phone in an extended way like that in so long. Cause all these conversations were edited or whatever. Right. So I actually got to like talk to some friends. And that yeah. Was, that was actually pretty good. All I do is talk to you. I dude. know. And like, I am not the most desirable person most of the time. <laughs> That's not true. I've got a couple, I got peaks and valleys all day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can promise you that if I talked to Brennan or Dylan for more than an hour, I would want to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you hinting at? <laughs> I mean, Monty too. I'm just saying any friend who I love. Yeah. It's a limited time. You're the only person who I actually want to see like every day for most of the day. See, and the funny thing is, what? you're the same person to me, but uh-huh. take that feeling about talking to people more than an hour and it's like me talking to you about crypto. <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did such a good job and I'm so proud of you. I feel, I'm, I'm like um the daily or... Uh, you know, this American life or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. You're- I did a really medium job interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to edit out some very jumbled shit questions. They were like, uh, <laughs> sure. I really threw Zach for a loop. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, thank you, you for listening. listening. And thank you to everyone who I got to talk to, all my bros, you know? <laughs> just, just a bunch of dudes. Uh, I love I love bros. Um, last week, we asked a bunch of people to give us some reviews on iTunes. By that, what Muriel means is we spent our outro shaming people, whoever was listening, <laughs> into writing a review. Because <laughs> we know you're out there. We see the numbers. But you better be putting some shit on the line. I mean, on 
online <laughs> give us reviews five stars and write nice things yeah we read them and it makes us feel good yeah all right so we got two after oh my our shaming God. i love shaming shame words okay so this one's called okay 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 five stars <laughs> so i only listen on spotify but i cannot review you there so here i am oh my girl alicia a vegan boy mom turned me on to your podcast and i have to admit i was dubious at first I typically listen to two crime podcasts, but she was so enamored I had to give you a go. And boy, am I glad I did. You guys are so genuine and relatable, even for listeners who are hell in their 50s. Love you, girl. You just brighten my day. Keep up the great work and the hilarious content. Five out of five stars. Highly recommend. Keep the good times rolling. Aw, thank you so much. Thank you, Christine. That was so sweet. I'm literally crying. And then we got another review. I can't believe it. This is a twofer. We got two on Tuesday. Okay, tight. Okay, so this one is from Miss Cookie Crumb. Nice. Okay. Makes my ears happy when I'm busy. Nick and Muriel are those married friends that you cherish. Oh, real funny, brash, informational. Yes. <laughs> informational? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Honestly, I love listening to their band when I find myself needing to do some chores. Listen to this <laughs> podcast or you need to pick me up from the banal routines of life. I love their art and what... Wait, hold on. I love their art and that they are bringing to us today. Oh. <laughs> I love their art. Oh, wait. I can't read. <laughs> I love their art that they are bringing us to today. Fuck. Okay. Muriel can't, can't get. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and assume that it's a very nice thing about how she likes our art that we bring to them <laughs> it's today. It's a normal sentence. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, asking you shall receive, Muriel. Uh, you wanted a review, let's, and you got one. Yeah, I got two, baby. Yeah, you're fucking killing it. Yeah. Right. Although, if I remember correctly, you were the one being shady last week, yelling at people for not giving them reviews. Leave us reviews. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank you to Ryan and Ryan at Campfire Media. Get that money in crypto, baby. It's going to the moon. Oh, that's right. And if anyone wants to tip me in crypto for this podcast, uh, th- I now have a crypto wallet. So I don't know exactly how that works. I'm sure you do. Email us, DM us if you want to give me crypto. <laughs> we'll figure it out together, okay? We'll be He's, like Brendan, just hunched over trying to figure it out, you know? mean wife won't give you any money. <laughs> so give it to me, please, please, please. No! <laughs> it's like eating like nacho cheese or something or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to invent something that a wife doesn't want their husband to have. Nacho cheese? I don't know. Whatever. I'm the one who likes nacho I cheese, know, not know, you, baby. Okay, whatever. All right. I think it's time to end this thing. This podcast is officially over. Okay, bye. bye. Screw it. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Do you like comic books? Do you like brothers? Do you like brothers talking about comic books? Then this is the podcast for you. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Will Hines and Kevin Hines, performers from the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater and actual brothers, talk about actual comic books they love, like Spider-Man, The Fantastic Four, and many more. If you prefer your podcast to be about fictional people talking about fictional books, this isn't it. But otherwise... Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics from Campfire Media. Campfire.